Mic check. I am so out of whack right now, because I totally forgot that an episode comes out this week. Uh, it's currently uh, a quarter to ten as I'm recording this, so this is kind of last minute because I didn't realize until last night that I was like, oh shit, um, Mike Check comes out this week, and uh, you did not think of anything to really talk about. Um, but hey, that's fucking normal, right? <laughs> most of these most of these are just off-the-cuff shit anyways. I, didn't even have, I don't even have notes prepared. So if I jump around, uh, that's probably why, and uh, and you're just gonna have to deal with it. That's okay. I'm very fortunate in that normally we'd be recording on a Sunday. Um, Shmeev is actually out of town right now, so we cannot. I think we're gonna record sometime this week, but yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. We had an awesome session, um, not last Sunday, although we did, we did. But uh, if you'll remember, we had a delay in um, in recording prior. Um, it's because we had a guest on that episode, and it was a lot of fucking fun. And that episode will be at, I think, the end of this month. I think it will. Um, actually, that might be out right on uh, halloween time. I don't, I don't quite remember. But yeah, that was why we had a delay in our recording schedule. Um, but also, last week, we did an episode with uh, ICP with We. Um, I don't know if you already checked that out or not. It came out this past uh, Thursday, I think, something like that, Wednesday or Thursday. Um, but that's out there, and it wasn't about an album or anything. We just did Mad Libs, and um, it was a lot of fun. I I can't stress enough how much I really like the guys at ICP with Way. Um, Aaron and Eric are some of the coolest people that I've gotten to interact with, um, and they have welcomed us with open arms and and. I'd like to think that it's been reciprocated. Um, so, as I always say, um, go ahead and check their stuff out. Like, I'm gushing over them. Um, but go ahead and check their stuff out because they're great people. And if you haven't already joined their Discord, go ahead and do so. They've built a fantastic community um, that I'm very, very fortunate to be a part of. I'm literally in that thing every day. Like, I'm chatting with people. There's, You pretty much can't go more than, like, an hour or so without somebody chiming in with something so go ahead and check the check their stuff out go ahead and join their discord and don't be a shit <laughs> but also go ahead and check out the new episode that came out and they uh their next episode is going to be talking about black rain which i'm very excited for because i love that album you guys know you guys remember how i felt about that um but uh but yeah go ahead go check them out uh but anyways like i said i forgot that i was recording uh, a mic check this week um a quick little note of something that's happening for me. I've been saying it for a while now, but it's finally happening. I got a new apartment. Um, I am kind of in the process of moving at the moment. Um, the entire place smells of cat piss, which is very unfortunate. I fucking hate it. It's driving me nuts. Um, I got a scrubber and cleaned it, and it still kind of smells, so it's worse than I fucking thought. I might have to get it professionally done, which is not something I want to do, because that costs money that I don't got. But, funny enough, this apartment is literally in the building next door. Um, I am doing that because uh, I will still be able to watch my dog, which is great. Um, it's fairly manageable rent-wise, but hey, 
this is life. Like my life is going to be changing now um, because this is a lot of money that I didn't anticipate spending monthly that now I have to. Um, so I need to be a lot more conscious about what I am spending money on. That is something I've never really had to worry about. Um, pretty much ever. <laughs> so at 31 years old, uh, life is hitting me and, uh, and yeah. Um, but that's just something that's happening. So I'm, I'm in the process of moving in the next couple weeks. I'll probably be fully over there. Um, it's smaller than what I'm in now, but Hey, that's, that's just what's available to me. So, um, yeah, just, just letting you know that. So once, um, once that's fully done with, um, I will be having uh, a lot more time alone, I guess is, is what I, what I want to say. Um, because of that, I hope to get back into streaming, um, if anybody was actually interested in that. So, um, I will let you guys know if that's going to be a thing that I will actively start doing, uh, in the evenings after work. Uh, so yeah, if, uh, if that happens, I'll let you guys know. But anyways, let's let's get into some stuff uh, that I've gotten to listen to. This has been a really interesting, um, I'll say a week and a half, because we had to shift, um, because we did the our last episode that we recorded, we recorded it on a Thursday, which is way later than we normally would. It's one thing if we delay it by like a day or two, but Thursday is, is cut into past the middle of the week. So we did that. Then we recorded with ICP with We on Sunday, and then you know we had to do another turnaround for for this week's episode that we haven't recorded yet. Now I still have to do my notes listen on that. So my listens of stuff that wasn't um, podcast based are a little bit uh, sparse. Um, you'll remember that I mentioned uh, on the prior episode that I got the new Gibby Sites album and I got the new. Um, Ritz album, and I don't know if I mentioned it then too, but I also got the new Jelly Roll record. I got to listen to each of those, but I only got to listen to each of those one time, and it's not because I haven't wanted to, it's just because I haven't had the time to actively listen to them more. That said, very, very briefly, Gibby Sites' record was an improvement off of the first one, in my opinion. Uh, However, I with the exception of the, I believe it's the final track, which is called Help Me. Um, and I think the track with, with uh, UBI um, from Cess Crew. Most, most of the other stuff didn't really like stand out to me. And I don't know. That was a problem that I had with um, 13th Wonder was, you know, with the exception of, uh, I believe it was a track called Bad Company. Um, most of the other tracks just kind of were there. Now, that's not to say that he hasn't improved. I think that Gibby is getting better. But a big issue that I'm seeing is that he does not have a discernible... Um, I, I mean, most of the artists have, you know, gimmicks on there. And I think we're shifting from a time where, you know, look back at early 2000s Psychopathic. Everybody who was on the label had something. You had Insane Clown Posse. Oh, they're they're killer clowns. You had Twisted. Oh, they're the the dark serial killer weirdos and stuff. You had Blaze. Oh, he's a dead gangster. Okay. You have anybody killer. Okay, he is a murderous Native American man. <laughs> you know. Um, the the gimmicks are becoming 
less common, which makes sense. And Magic Ninja has not really been, I think, fully gung-ho on them. Now, granted, they still have, you know, a lot of the aforementioned people that I that I stated. You know, you got... Um, you have people like Boondocks is on there, you know, just Scarecrow. Um, and now you have Alazulu, um, who are doing their thing. But Gibby is, I think, interesting in that I, I personally still feel that I think that Gibby should have been on Welcome to the Underground. I think that they were putting a lot of eggs in their basket with Gibby, and it's not resonating with people, at least based on what I'm seeing um, on social media posts, when whatever you know, M and E or whatever is posting about the record, more often than not, a lot of people are just kind of indifferent to him, which is not the way you want things to be. Um, and remember, uh, the very last concert that I went to, which was Twisted, uh, at the end of October in 2019, Gibby was there. This is before he was signed, but I didn't know who he was, and unfortunately, because of how VIP was set up that day. I did not get to really pay attention to his set. Had I done so, maybe I would have grabbed some of his records then and been more excited about him being signed. It's a little bit different compared to when, say, I saw, uh, you know, the damn Dirty Apes um, at least once or twice um, prior to them being signed to MNE. I saw, I think I saw them at first on, I think it was in 2014, um, when they when they toured with Twisted. You know, Damn Dirty Apes before they switched over to Gorilla Voltage, which was because there was actually a punk band named Damn Dirty Apes. If anybody didn't know that, they had to change their name. So Gorilla Voltage. Um, you know, I was actually excited whenever I saw that they were being signed. I'm like, oh shit, I've seen these guys. They are awesome at, in concert. I can't wait to to hear them, you know, hear what they put out on Psychopathic. Or sorry, on Magic Ninja. It's going to be great. Gibby, I'm not having that yet. And it's not his fault. I just think that he needs to find his his niche. I don't know what that could possibly be. He's young, and he has a lot of room for growth. But I think that I worry that he's going to get lost in the shuffle. And I don't want him to end up being, you know, gone like we've already lost Gorilla Voltage and Gmo is gone. Um, this is just something that I worry about. It also is a bit concerning because, um, a few days after the release, it was within a week or so after the release, um, he made a post on, I'm assuming it was Facebook, saying shout out to, um, everybody on Magic Ninja for, you know, supporting the album. And then he said, if anybody didn't know that was sarcastic, nobody did. Then he deleted the post. I can understand the frustration. Truthfully, the other people on the label, it's it's very, very weird because, you know, a lot of people were posting about Young Wicked's record, sorry, James Garcia's record, which you can now buy autographed copies of on Magic Ninja's site for 20 bucks. I'm under the impression that they're maybe not selling as well as they wanted it to, and that's a way to help get people to purchase it. Um, 
had that been, you know, an upfront thing, I think it would have gone a little bit better, but it's it's rough. Like I can't justify buying another copy just because it's signed. Anyways, um it, it, it's crazy when you see that some people are promoting the other albums that are being put on the label. I'm pretty sure that I've seen a lot of people on Magic Ninja post about Unlikely Prescription. Um I'm pretty sure that I saw some posts about, you know, Boondocks' record whenever it dropped last December, you know, and for nobody with the exception of the main Magic Ninja channel to um, promote the record, which, again, I said it once, I'll say it again, horrible timing to release that record a week after Twisted's album. I think that that was... A stupid, stupid move. Um, and I hope that they recover from that. I hope that Gibby does not look at that as being slighted. But there, there's got to be something. Something's got to change. Whether that's Gibby, whether that's the the direction that he's been given, or you know, whatever it is, there needs to be something different for Gibby for whatever his next project is. I'm a little bit surprised that he's not going to be on the short tour that Twisted is doing, given that it's all pretty much West or sorry, East Coast stuff. Um, he's from, uh, he's from Jersey, so it would have made sense. Again, I saw him in Pittsburgh, so I'm not sure um, why they didn't. But yeah, I think that the the final track on the record "Help Me" was very good, and the track with with UBI is good. But I like UBI. Um, I never got his his solo record, but Sess Crew, Sess Crew is very hit or miss for me. So, but but that's beside the point. I will give Gibby another shot uh, a little later down the line. I just have not had the time. Uh, next up, I'll talk about is um, I listened to both the Ritz and the Jelly Roll album on the same day uh, in the same car ride because they were very short. Uh, Ritz is only, I think, an eight track. Um, I don't even want to call them EPs. Like, eight tracks is should still be considered an album. We've just gotten, like, spoiled with what Psychopathic calls EPs. <laughs> Fucking long ass things. You know, there's sometimes where full record. I don't know. Most full records are at least like 10 records. 10 tracks, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, the fact is, Ritz came out with a new album, and Whitney Payton had a fantastic uh, tweet about it that I'm just going to, I'm going to reiterate it here. Um, as soon as I find it, I should have had this already ready, so you just get to deal with it. Uh, and and I, I'm just going to say this word for word. The new Ritz album is some of his best work. He will switch his cadence on you, write memorable singing hooks with harmonies, then do guttural rock vocals. The range is wild, and some of y'all just still just want to call him a chopper rapper. Give this man his credit. I wasn't able to immediately think of anything that I wanted to say about this album, aside from the fact that I, you know, on first listen, I liked it. And that's typically what I think about Ritz. I like Ritz's stuff. For somebody that I'd never really listened to prior to him signing to Strange Music, and, you know, I've been still grabbing his records after the fact. I have enjoyed Ritz. Ritz is one of my favorite Chopper rappers. 
But this record is slightly different. He does not just do chopping the entire time. When she mentioned about the, the guttural rock vocals, that's on the final track. You can actually see there's a video for um, his song called SOS, uh, the, which is the title track of the record. SOS stands for Sick of Suffering. And it's the video is actually a cut of two separate tracks. There's SOS and there's Sick of Suffering. Sick of Suffering is a rock-like centric track. And it's something that kind of came out of left field and fucking works. Rich is a very talented artist, and I think that more people need to give him his due. Um, it's very, very unfortunate that he has not reached a level similar to, I mean, for, for as far as similarity, um, Yellow Wolf. I think that. And even now, I mean, Yellow Wolf has not been, I think, quite as high up as his he was during his time on uh, Shady Records. But he is still consistently putting out music. He put out fucking four records in April, the main of which I still haven't listened to. I'm very fucking terrible with this. I, that was the one I was looking forward to the most and haven't listened to it yet. And I will, I will get there. Maybe I'll listen to that later today. I got time. Fuck it. Maybe I'll listen to Mudmouth. But anyways, Ritz... People that are sleeping on him, I think, really need to give him a chance. Because, fuck, he's so goddamn good. He's so good. Maybe this album didn't quite hit me as hard as some of his prior releases. I still think that maybe Top of the Line might be my favorite record of his. Um, but I... I it's it's been so long since I've listened to all of them, you know, beginning to end. I think Last Call was the last one that I dedicated a lot of time to. His stuff post Strange, I haven't gotten to give a lot of listens to. Picture Perfect, I remember being very very good, but the first one that he released post uh, Strange, I didn't. Uh, for some reason, I, I I can barely remember it, um, and that is not to discredit Ritz. It is because I am just fucking terrible with giving proper time to these records, which is what I'm trying to do more of now. Um, so, yeah. Check out the new Ritz record. It's it's short. It's only, it's only eight tracks long. I think it's like maybe a half hour at most, give or take. So go ahead and, and give it a listen. It's, it's worth the time. And then finally, uh, there's Jelly Roll. Um, uh, as Ballads of a Broken Man, I think is what it's called. God, I, I fucking suck at this right now. Um, Jelly. Yeah, Ballads of the Broken. I'm sorry. And I've been listening to Jelly Roll um, more so for the last about year and a half. Basically, ever since he got signed to Strange Music, um, I grabbed two of his prior records that were available on his site. And I remember listening to the first record that he had on uh, on Strange, on It Goes Up Entertainment. I don't even know if anybody's still on that or, or whatnot. But Jelly Roll had two records on there. Um, he had the record uh, A Beautiful Disaster, um, which was, I think, right at the beginning of, of the pandemic. Um, so I should have listened to it more. And then he had Self-Medicated uh, last, uh, last fall. And Self-Medicated was fucking incredible. I loved that record. I really, really did. Um, Ballads of the Broken is 
for lack of a better term, it is a indie southern record. I don't want to say country. I will not say country. But this is not Jelly Roll's typical album where there's rapping. He has, I think he said, one rapping verse on it. And the rest of it is very, like, it's melodies. He's got harmonies in his in his chorus or whatever. Like, this dude can sing his fucking ass off. And I've been seeing videos from him because um, he's currently been on tour. I'm I'm really bummed because he is coming to Pittsburgh the day before Thanksgiving, and I don't think that I can find a way to go. Um, I was actually supposed to see Jelly Roll once in concert before he was touring with Yellow Wolf. Um, this would have been the second time I saw Yellow Wolf in concert, uh, which was after Love Story, but before Trial by Fire. And um, he wasn't there. He had gotten in a car accident, so he had to he had to dip off the tour. Um, and it was literally like at, I think, the day of the concert or the day before the concert. So I didn't get to see Jelly Roll. And had I seen him there, I probably would have been a fan even longer. Like, I would have probably dug his set, probably bought all the CDs that he had there, moved on. But this new record um, is, I think it has something for everybody. And it's a well-put-together album, if not something that, I mean, I wasn't told that I, I didn't come up with this first. Somebody else did. You know who you are if you're listening. Um, said that this is a good record, but it is not as personal. It sounds like the songwriting for this one was meant to sound more generalized so that it could reach more people. And you know what? I think ultimately I will agree with that, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, Jelly Roll's been making music for fucking years. We know, you know, about his story where he came from. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing for him to make something that is more widely accessible to people. Um, I mean, shit, he's doing a headlining tour right now because of it. And I think that, I think it's very fucking solid. I definitely will be listening to this one more. Um, will I listen to it more than I did with self-medicated? I don't know. Um, but it's a good record. Also very, very compact. It's just over a half hour long at 10 tracks, two of which are demos. And uh, yeah, I, I think that I, I think that if you need something that's a little bit more solemn, this is something to listen to. Um, I think it's worth your time. A couple things got announced um, for release dates this, uh, this week. The first is a collaboration album by Oh the Horror and Blaze Your Dead Homie. Are, are, are we fucking serious right now? Blaze and Oh the Horror. Now, this is literally the most left field that M&E has done in a while. And what we're getting is a 10-track record, four of which are skits, and it's called Oh, the Horror Meets Blaze. If you look at the cover, it's very reminiscent of the Scooby-Doo episodes where there's like a guest on there. Like when they'd have like the Harlem Globetrotters or 
fucking like I don't even know who who all was was in those. Like Sonny and Cher, I think, was on one of them. You know, so it's it's got them and they're shining the light and then the light shows whoever the person is. That's what it's doing. It's oh the horror, they're shining their flashlight and there's Blaze. So we got a ten track album, four skits, and it's all original music. I was originally hoping that what we would get would be Oh the Horror um lacing up Blaze tracks. Like old Blaze songs. They would put rock to it, and maybe they would spit some verses on it. Um, but no, this is all brand new original music. The physical album is dropping on um, Friday the 15th. However, it's going to be available on streaming services this coming Friday on the 8th, um, which is also the release date of the Tech 9 album Asinine. Mine has not shipped yet. I'm getting very, very concerned because I ordered two things with that strange music um, order. Uh, one of which was an EP, and they had already shipped that. I thought that they were going to ship them both at the same time, so I really hope that they don't fuck it up and I don't get my signed copy. I'll be very, very pissed. Um, uh, that's another thing, by the way. I got that Tech 9 Hush EP Blight. I have not listened to it yet. Um, maybe I'll do that later. Anyways, back onto this. Um... So all new original music has came out of nowhere, but I will say this: when Blaze was featured on Oh the Horror's first album, Boomstick, um, that track, that was my favorite track on their first record. Um, Blaze is interesting because he, whenever he had you know rock stuff lace up his early songs, like One Less G um, era. It was cool because Blaze had a good verse for it. Now, he doesn't really do the yelling style <laughs> that he was common with back then anymore. But there's been, uh, if you watch like the promo video for this, there is a track that plays in the background and he's doing that voice. It's the same that he was doing on Boomstick. And, you know, obviously it's not a voice that he can do all the time, but if he's able to get that out every now and then, it sounds fucking raw as hell and it's awesome. I'm looking forward to this. I I said before that Oh the Horror's most recent album, 1692, was fucking great. I loved it. Um, it was a huge improvement off of their last one. If they're going with the more of a um, radio style, like alternative metalcore, like I'm okay with that. I didn't care for the first record at all with the exception of Boomstick and I think the track that had Madrox on it. Um, but I loved um, I loved the the last record that came out with earlier this year. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a fun record to listen to. Um, everybody on social media does not give a shit. More, most of the shit that I'm seeing about, no joke, about 90% of the comments that I've seen on social media um, posts from MNE promoting it, they don't care about Oh the Horror. Nobody does, which is a bummer because I think that they're talented. I'm very surprised that they aren't going to be doing these tours with Twisted. I think they would have wanted to have them exposed to a greater audience, but I don't know. They're they're obviously trusting the system. They're doing what they want. They actually are going to be on a tour um, soon as well. I just noticed that earlier today. I suppose they're going to be a supporting act on a tour. I can't remember who the original band is, um, and maybe that's why. Maybe it's maybe the the dates for that are. are conflicting with what Twisted's doing. But anyways, yeah, so it's going to be available streaming uh, this coming Friday, and it's going to be available on physical album on the 15th. You can order that from uh, m and &E Store. 
I don't know if Twisted's going to have that um, on their uh, on their tour already, which would be kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's what's going on there. And then at the end of the month, we have Haunted Record Player, which is Songs of Sam Hain two. Now, Songs of Sam Hain that was the album that came out spur of the moment last year around Halloween. Um, they did one of the smartest things ever, which was, you know, they literally put it up for pre-order. Um, that was the same day they came out with the knuckleheads. I forgot about that. Oh my God. That was a mess. Cause that site just kept going down for like an hour, but you could order the album and they immediately gave you MP3 tracks to listen to the fucking record. Smartest thing that they could fucking do. And I'm surprised they don't do it more often. More sites that are offering music directly to their consumers need to, on release date, give you an email with the songs. Just just fucking do that. Because if you're not going to ship me the thing, you know, on time, then I want to hear the shit. And this comes out on the 29th, which is two days before Halloween. Are we going to get these before Halloween? Who fucking knows? The album itself is going to be pumpkin scented. Remember the last time that that happened? The Hallowicked compilation in Forgotten Freshness Volume 4, where the disc was allegedly pumpkin scented. I can't tell if mine was. I don't think it was, but I don't know. Another 10 track record. And, oh man, this one doesn't have a, have a who's on it. On, okay, on their side, it doesn't show it, but if you go on like FYE or I think Amazon, it shows who's on it. We're getting for sure, though, two tracks of House of Crazies and two tracks of Venomous 5. So this is the first little bit of Venomous 5 that we're getting since Generation Nightmare. So we haven't heard Venomous 5 in over two years. Um, you'll remember that there have been, uh, like I said, there's two tracks already. One of them is Venomous on The Almighty, and the other one is Strike from Generation Nightmare. Venomous, I think, is far superior to Strike, but I haven't listened to Strike in a long time, so maybe my maybe my opinion will change. Um, it, it's very possible, especially because my opinion of Alizolu has changed in the last couple of years. So maybe I'll give that, maybe I'll just put that, put that track on later and see if I, if I like it anymore. But anyways, we are getting V5 there, um, which is very, very exciting. Um, I'm looking forward to this. We've gotten a lot of music from Magic Ninja this year. I'm kind of surprised how much stuff Twisted has decided to put out. Um, and I, I think that, I mean, for, for some of the stuff that hasn't been like stuff of their full undivided attention, I mean, look at Electric Lettuce. I thought that EP was stellar. Um, for someone who doesn't really care for the, the weed songs, I think it was a really good really good record um twisted was great the guest spots were on point um i've heard so many people say that the one track that features lee carver that might have been his best verse that he's ever done um i just i've really been enjoying what mne has been putting out this year and i think that this record is going to be uh going to be highly coveted because songs of sam hain the first one from last year was a great ep um so I don't expect this to be any different. I don't, I kind of hope that this isn't going to be a yearly thing, but if you think about it this way, maybe this could be something that they could just get in the mood for. And I'm okay with this being, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm okay with this being something that isn't 
a uh, like a tour exclusive. I'm tired of tour exclusives. I really, really am. I, I don't want them anymore because guess what? If I can't make the fucking tour, then I'm ass out and I hate that shit. Like, it's also annoying whenever we've had some some of these CDs that are tour exclusives are not absolutely necessary. Look at things like uh, Chronic Collection from um, their tour they did with Cottonmouth Kings in, in 2012. Um, Time Tunnel from uh, from their tour a couple years back, um, which is now available on their site. You can buy it there. Okay, fine. But I don't need these compilation records. I don't need stuff that is strictly old music that you're putting together. Now, Time Tunnel makes sense because, you know, they were touring with Motionless and White, and this was a record, or sorry, this was a, a compilation that was meant to showcase their rock-based stuff, so it was to introduce the fans of Motionless and White to the stuff that, you know, sounded more like that. I get it. But I don't need more of these compilations of just... Oh hey, here we go. This is the this is the list that you can listen to if you want to hear this. Don't do that. If you're gonna make a CD, if you're gonna press a CD, give me new stuff. But make it available everywhere, okay? Even if it's just purchasing it on on your site, that's fine. Now this is limited to a thousand copies. I'm pretty sure that the first song is the same thing was as well. Um, so make sure you get that. You know, maybe grab a second for you know in ten years down the line where nobody fucking has it and you want to sell it for fifty bucks. Don't actually do that. Don't be a shit. That's out of the way now. This Friday. Sorry. No, fuck this Friday. Fuck this. Is this Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Going to the Twisted concert. I reached out to the venue uh, yesterday just to ask if... um, proof of vaccination or proof of negative COVID test was required and they said at this time no Um, I'm seeing a lot of people very very angry that some venues are requiring this Um, if this makes y'all tune out fine my opinion should be required that's just me. Um, I well, I mean, hey, I'm I'm vaccinated. I haven't, I, I didn't fucking like post my card on social media and be like, hey, 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 like fuck it, I don't give a shit. I'm vaccinated. Um, fact is, I can still get it. However, um, if I get it, symptoms will be significantly uh, reduced, which is great. Um. That said, I still don't want to get it because it can still get passed to other people. I don't want that. Seeing some people being very salty that some venues are requiring it. Um, <clears throat> I know that uh, for the Tech 9 show that's happening in, uh, I think it's in the beginning of November, uh, that venue is requiring it. And I've seen some people on um, in my area, post about it and say, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm not going then. You know, they're not, they're going to lose money on this shit. Good. If you're not going to be there because of that, good. Don't give a shit. I don't care. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that they would require it uh, at the show, but hey, fuck it. Fact is, I'm going to go to the show. 
I will still be wearing a mask. Um, it's going to be hot as fuck, I know, but I'll I'll do my best to deal with it. Um, come the following weekend, either that Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to go and get a COVID test done. I've never gotten a COVID test done during all this. I have not gotten one done. Um, I'm going to go get a COVID test. I'm going to see the results. They, they takes like three or four days or something. And then a few days after that, I'm going to get another one done. Apparently, if you... It can still it can take like ten days or something for you to for it to even come up. Like that's that's the weirdest thing to me. But I'm not gonna get like into the big details about this, but that's that's how I'm gonna go about this. Okay. The reason being is I might be, you know, seeing some people um who are more at risk and I don't want, you know, the off chance that if I do um have it or anything, I don't want it to pass over to them. Um but that's just something to, that I'm just stating right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest right now. If you are angry about my opinions on that, that's fine. Keep it to yourself. I don't give a fuck. Um. So yeah, if you message me or anything about it, I'll just fucking delete it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. But anyways. I'm excited for this concert, yo. I'm really fucking excited. This will be the first time in almost two full years that I've gone to a concert. And who was the last concert that I saw? Yes, it was Twisted. Yes, it was at this same venue. Do I care for this venue too much? I don't really know. Last time I went and saw them was the first time I ever went to this venue. And it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of set up a little bit weird. I really much would have preferred that they would have done it at, um, what do they call it now? Foxtail? Foxtail or, or fucking... Uh, Alter Bar. No, sorry, Alter Bar's fucking dead. Uh, what the fuck was the other one? Oh, man, I can't fucking remember. It's like the other one I always w- would go to. It's literally right across the right across the street from, from Foxdale, too, which is weird. Um, that's not the point. Um, I've only been to this venue once, and it was all right. It actually seems like it's kind of a cool place to just go to. They got, like, bowling and shit. They have axe throwing. I want to go axe throwing. Has anybody ever done that? It sounds fun. It sounds fucking cool. Like I wanna, I wanna try it once. You know, maybe when I, maybe I'll, maybe I'll take somebody on a date and we'll go fucking axe throwing. <laughs> um, Twisted had uh, their first show uh, in person. What was it, like two weeks ago um, for Riff Fest, and it sounds like it went really well, um, which is very, very cool. Um, I do want to see something because I think that I found the set list at one point. Yeah, so it was a shorter set. So we're just going to go through um, what was on here. So their set list at Rift Fest, Flem in the Windpipe, Envy, Rose Petal, Kill Somebody, We Don't Die, Perfect Problem, Magic Spells, Parasite, Rock the Dead. doesn't say that that's in any particular order, um, although, to be completely honest, that might very well be what the order would have been. So, only one of the tracks is a straight-up rap track, and that's Kill Somebody from Continuous Evolution. Um, We Don't Die on Rock the Dead, while being old-school tracks, are very rock-centric. I am 
100% down for this set list as a start. Obviously, there's going to be more. You're not just going to have a fucking nine-song set list. It's going to be at least, I'm going to think, 15 tracks. Um, now, <clears throat> I have not been um, having my phone out during concerts. Um, I stopped doing that in, like, 2016, I think. Um, it was after the one Blaze and Boondock show that I went to where I took over 1,300 photos. No, that's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration. That is 100% true. Um, and I remember this because I did a contest on the Psychopathic Museum uh, for a signed copy of um, South of Hell that I had. I, I had gotten two copies signed way in the past. One of them was um, on the fucking booklet and the other one was on the sealed copy and I gave one of them away that was from my in the very first fucking time I met anybody from Psychopathic when I met Boondocks at his in-store in uh, in 2010 and uh, yeah I did a giveaway and I said okay uh, guess guess how many uh, pictures and videos I took at this concert um, and and I said and when I say like guess I mean I got a lot there were some people that were like, oh, 300 or something, you know, four or something. I was like, yo, I'm not fucking kidding. You need higher than that. <laughs> and somebody somebody guessed. It was within like 50 or something that they got. I'm like, all right, here you go. Found out that person was kind of an asshole uh, in the past, like later on because they didn't like ever participate in this museum. But fuck it. Anyways, I don't take pictures or anything. I don't ever have my phone out now. So I might not be able to remember what the fuck the set list was. I have still been listening to Unlikely Prescription a lot, man. I love this fucking record. I had somebody ask me on Instagram earlier this week because uh, I just did, I posted a story and I was like, "Hey, ask me questions." And I got a lot of Juggalo based ones, which is really cool. Um, this is some of the most uh, questions that I've had anybody ask me. And they said, uh, "What's a twisted record that you can you can play and not skip a track?" And I had to really think about it. Um, and for me, I took a picture of two records. First one was Abominations, which is interesting because there are skits in there, but I don't mind the skits. Um, I can listen to that album beginning to end, and I love that fucking record. It's been a long time since I've listened to it beginning to end, but it is very, very important to me. That is my, like, if anybody's like, oh, that's the fucking best. That's my riddle box. There you go. Um, and Unlikely Prescription. I don't dislike any songs on this album. I don't fucking care. I think that there are some tracks that are slightly weaker than others. But I still don't dislike them. Like, personally, I think that Parasite um, maybe should not have been one that had a video. That's my opinion, but it's okay. Like, it's crazy that this album has given me songs that I didn't care for at first, and now I like them a lot. I like Corkscrew a lot now. I like, um, I like, um, uh, fuck. The, uh, god damn it. The, the track with, uh, Danny Filth. Neon Vamp. I like that track a lot now. It's so weird that this album has, you know, helped improve that to me. I've, uh, who was it I was talking to? I think it was Robbie. Where, you know, we're hearing singles and we're like, yeah, I kind of like this, but I can't wait to hear what it sounds like with, the, you know, in the context with the rest of the record. He would tell me that and I never really, like, got that. I never really thought of, like, oh, well, that's just kind of weird. And I get it, though. Because the first time that I could really think of something like that, and I didn't piece it together back then, was with Mighty Death Pop when the song Chris Benoit came out. 
That track came out earlier, and it made no fucking sense. It was like, what the hell is this? Sounds like nothing like ICP has done before. And it's a weird fucking track. And a lot of people were like, I have no fucking clue what they're doing now. Context of the album, it fucking works. And that's why I like Neon Vamp a lot more now, because I dig how it sounds within the context of the rest of the record. This record is so fucking good. Um, I really, really would love to hear um, the tracks... Uh, Twist and Shatter live and um, uh, fuck uh, uh, Dead Instead um, I fucking love those those songs um, those are the ones that uh, <clears throat> I would love to hear live um, I'm excited to hear Perfect Problem live I think it's going to be fucking great um yeah, there's a lot of tracks on here that I would be fucking thrilled, like, over the moon to hear live. Um, I was trying to make a fucking list on YouTube Music of, like, everything that they've done rock-wise. Because they're going to do a lot of it. I can already tell. Um, we're going to get stuff from this record. We're going to get stuff from, you know, you saw there's two tracks um, from... Generation Nightmare, Fleming the Windpipe, and Magic Spells. I will finally get to fucking hear Magic Spells live. I'm so goddamn excited for that. You have no clue. Um, we're probably going to get, you know, some of the stuff from um, Continuous Evolutions, like uh, Are You Insane Like Me. Um, Nothing to You is a great fucking track. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait for this. Um it was just announced, I think, early last week or late the week prior that Blaze is going to be on this tour. So it's going to be cool to hear some stuff from Cadaver. I'm excited for that. I would love to hear the song Let It Out live because that is probably my favorite track from that record. Um, I should give that another spin because um, I haven't listened to it in a minute. I, I did put a playlist of literally just like Blaze and Twisted together, but there's so much shit on there that I know I wouldn't be able to listen to everything. But I was trying to put a, a playlist of all Twisted Rock stuff. I think it was like 42 tracks. Of strictly like rock stuff. I'm very curious if we're going to hear anything from uh, Mutant. Uh, if it's anything like uh, the 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 remastered, remixed and remastered one. Um, that'd be really cool. But who fucking knows? Um, there's also another artist who's going to be on there called The Six. And Six is spelled with the number six, I-X. If anybody can give me any links, any info on this artist or group, I don't know if it's who it is, please uh, please send it my way because I'm very, very curious. I want to know who this is and I can't find anything about them. Like, send me, you know, the fucking, I don't know, Twitter or whatever the fuck. Send me their site. Just give me something before Wednesday so I can check them out, see if there's if something that I really want to hear. Like, I will go ahead and buy, you know, music from these artists if I really like their stuff. I never have cash on me, though, so they better be able to accept card or PayPal, um, which is also exciting. I, I should say this. I got a fucking PayPal uh, debit card, like those kind that are just attached to your PayPal account, um, and now I can have people send me money and I can grab stuff for them. So I was telling people in um, Aaron and Eric's Discord, like, hey, I'm going to this show, and I got this card. If you guys need something you hurry up, send me the money, I'll buy the thing for you, and then we'll worry about shipping after. <laughs> so I might be coming home with a lot of shit that day. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, One thing that I'm very, very excited for is 
I have stuff that I'm going to be giving away at the show. I got, I spent some money, spent a little bit of cash, not a whole lot, but a little bit of cash. I got stickers made for Juggalo Judgment. Uh, if you look on the Instagram, I posted a picture yesterday of these stickers that I got made from Sticker App. Um, I don't know how good Sticker App is. I just, it was, the, the ad has literally been fucking coming up on like my games and shit for the last like three weeks. And I've been like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to check this out. But I want to give a shout out to Aaron of ICP with We for um, making a logo for us. Now, you already know the Juggalo Judgment logo that our friend Naomi made for us. And I love it. Um, Eric actually adjusted it to remove the E. <laughs> um, but we have a variant Hatchet Man now. And it's something that I've been wanting to have for a very long time. Um, I want to give a shout out to Dustin because Dustin tried to make one uh, for us last year and it just didn't quite come out the way I wanted it to. But we have a variant hatchet man who is holding a gavel. He has a robe and he's got one of those like colonial style wigs, like old school judge that you would, you know, the kind you'd see like stereotypical, like looks like a colonial person wigs. And that is our judge man. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Thank you, Aaron, for um, for making this for us. Um, and I, I threw it on a sticker. I was going to get die cut ones at first. Um, upon looking at the size, like what it is now, it's probably good that I didn't do that. But I made, I got these stickers. They're these rectangular stickers. Got our logo. And they have the link tree down at the bottom. So I'm going to bring, I got 34 of these made. I'm going to keep some of them. Because I am going to give away, I told you all this, I'm going to give away a copy of Unlikely Prescription. It might be signed if I can get to, if I can get some copies signed. I'm going to get it signed at the show. Um, and, uh, and there's also going to be the, um, uh, fuck, the Rose Petal Perfect Problem single tossed in there. Also, what I was going to do, I have no idea if they are going to have it. But because Blaze is on this tour, if, if they have the Oh, the Horror Meets Blaze album. I'm probably going to buy a copy there. Um, if so, that copy is going to be mine because I'm obviously going to open it and listen. But when my copy that I ordered comes in, I will throw that in too. I will throw that in to this uh, giveaway. So at the very least, we're definitely giving away a copy of Unlikely Prescription, might be signed, and the single for Rose Petal and um, Perfect Problem. Uh, and if they have plays uh, an Oh the Horrors album there, then that'll go in there too because I know I'm going to fucking buy a copy of that. And I'm going to throw one of these motherfucking stickers in there because who doesn't fucking love stickers? I actually don't really care for stickers. I've got a fuck ton of stickers. I never fucking use them, but I know people like stickers. But I'm going to um, I'm gonna keep some of these at home, but I'm going to bring a bunch of them at the show to give away to some people. I'm not going to give one to Twisted because uh, that's very fucking trashy. <laughs> I'm not going to give my promo shit to the fucking band. Um, but I'm going to give these people. Um, hopefully, you know, I give it to some people who have never heard of us and want to check us out. This is why I go to the shows early. I like chat chatting with people. So I'm going to be there early. And, you know, if I see anybody who wants to chat with me, I'll be like, hey, do you like podcasts? Because I've got one that I've been doing for almost three years. It's better whenever I say I, I, from what I understand, it's better if I say that I've been doing this for a while. 
Because when I went to the last show, we'd only been doing it for like six months, um, give or take. It was within the first year. Um, now, mind you, we did get a new listener. The the dude who I saw, and it was his first concert that he ever went to, and you know they were fucking cool. Him and his him and his girl, they were cool as hell. And I know they follow us on social media. I'm not sure if, if he listened to the podcast, but anyways, he was fucking cool as hell. But I'm hoping that me maybe giving these stickers out is going to be something that gets people checking it out. You know, it has the fucking link tree. You literally just go ahead, type this in that l i n k t r dot e e slash juggalo judgment. Put that in there, and you're like, oh, shit. They got ways to find us everywhere. They got a fucking Twitter. What? They got a fucking Instagram. What? They got fucking... They got Spotify. Holy shit. So there you go. I'm going to be giving away a lot of these fucking stickers, I hope. It'd be cool if I ran out, but I'm kind of hoping I don't at the same time because I want to have some left over. <laughs> um, but yeah, if these are a success, maybe I'll get more done in the future. But also maybe not because they cost money. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but hey, if you're going to the show, if you are going to the Pittsburgh show, all right, I am going to be wearing the new Unlikely Prescription shirt and hat. Um, they're the ones, the, the sublimated ones, the very, very colorful ones. Okay, if you look on their site. Um, if you're there, if you're going to the Pittsburgh show, look for me. Okay, I am doing VIP. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, cause I do it every fucking time. Cause I, cause I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, but I, uh, Hey, I'd love to, I'd love to chat with y'all. Um, you know, just, just say like, Hey, I listened to your podcast. You fucking suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's just something I want to say guys. Again, I'm excited to go to this concert. Um, I'm going to do what I can to be safe. And, uh, and keep other people safe as well. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be one of the last big things I get to do for a very long time because I will not have as much money in the future. <sighs> but, hey, that's life. That's life. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's really all I got to say. Um, so, as always, feel free to hit us up. Uh, anywhere that you want on social media. You can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Juggalo Judgment. If you want to send us an email, juggalojudgment at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us up on our on our personal ones. Shmeev is Shmeev on Twitter. And uh, you can hit me up at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J on Twitter, or straight as Juggalo on Instagram. That's it. Um, much love, as always. Um, go and see Venom 2. Yeah, I just saw it yesterday. It was a lot of fun. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it. I like it a lot. And um, yeah, that's it. Stay safe. Much love to y'all. Peace out.